0: Yo, would you ever get, like, the hair replacement, like, bomb begin? <laughs>
1: nah. Like, the permanent, like, the, like the surgery or something? Yeah, not, it's
0: not the surgery. It's, like, the the little, whatever they do, the little treatment shit. And, and it fades away after a few months or after like a few weeks. I might. Right, I was thinking about shit the other day. I seen Tory Lanez head. I'm like,
1: man. Yeah, he bro, look crazy.
0: Hella. That shit look like bad grass.
1: But, nah, I'm I'm about to, I mean, I'm still, I still gotta, you know, look grimy for the, uh, for the short film, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it's for. I was just telling D. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just being grimy at first, mm-hmm. but then I was like, you know, what? that's a good reason to, to keep being grimy. But I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just go with the scruffy beard, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I can't keep up the.
0: It's not for me, bro. I hate this shit. For real? I hate the scruffy beard. It's why, The reason why, because of the whole COVID thing, where I wear the mask and stuff. So whenever I pull my mask off, my beard curls up and like tangles into it. Mm-hmm. So it like lifts it and it's like really irritating. Like, gosh, mm-hmm. My skin is sensitive. Okay. But nah man, let's start this pod, man. <clears throat> you yep. ready? Yep. What episode is this? Seven. Alright, let's do it, man. Uh welcome to episode seven. By now you know who we are. Uh I'm your one and only Doris Hutt. My boy Mike in here. So, bro, man. How you living family?
1: I'm good, man. You like I mean had to catch my breath. Mm. And forgot the laptop then left my phone in the car. <laughs> I'm the king of forgetting stuff, man. But we here, man. We got got a got a quick episode for y'all. We got as always good content.
0: Yeah, we got a little quick hitter. You know what I'm saying? We could run short on time, but yeah, we we still gonna give y'all some quality content. Right Absolutely,
1: now. always uh-huh, at all times. So uh,
0: what's new, man? What you been up to, bro? It's
1: chilling, man. It's mm-hmm. Chilling. You know, working, editing, doing the stay at home dad thing. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Actually, I got something to say about the whole stay at home dad thing. All right, what's up? So over the um i guess we should get to how you how talk about how we doing first and i'll get into that oh yeah, yeah, but yeah i'm yeah. doing good man i'm doing good like i said just you know the regular the same old the same old things been kind of slow lately though because um braxton's podcast the KRSN radio show mm-hmm. is only two episodes a month so it's every other week mm-hmm. and then um the other show that was supposed to be coming in march dude has been dragging his feet i don't want to say it like that talking about the uh, the I'm sports like one yeah okay I don't want to say dragging his feet because you know, he's a married man with kids and you know a job and everything. Yeah, you so know how that goes. People are busy, so I don't want to say he's dragging his feet, but because mm-hmm. I'm just anxious, so I'm ready to get it going. But yeah, man, just just working, taking care of the kids. had a good Had a good Valentine's Day. So
0: it's, it's been a while since we last been here. Like what, two weeks almost.
1: Yeah, it was the last time we was here was the 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 one right before Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: What you been up to, man? Man, I've been uh
1: obviously working. Oh,
0: water, um. Shit beats man you can always got another one in the fridge like you want to or in the closet right here but now nah, i've been i've been good bro i've been um working um i've been uh keeping up with my more classes doing physical therapy uh that's been great though I've, i feel like i've been really uh, doing well with that um i'm leveling up one one punch at a time it probably ran out of the out of the fridge not to go in the closet right there but now nah, i've been doing my thing with that um my job's been trying to promote me so I'm getting more hours, more responsibilities and stuff like that. So I mean, you know how that goes. With uh with more money come more responsibility. So that's that's that. And on top of that, I've been trying to spend more time with my kids. So I've been doing things where I like give my girl the weekend off. I give her Saturday and Sunday off. And like last Saturday, bro, I was with the kids for like twelve hours straight. Yeah? Yeah. And then Sunday, I was with the kids almost all day. And then Monday the same thing. Monday happened by accident. My girl had to run some errands and stuff like that, so she was gone most of the day. That
1: was but, in Wheeling right at the park.
0: Yeah, yeah. So three days in a row, bro. I've been with the kids all day. I'm like, man, I'm gassed, bro. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna say I was, I've been doing my, my like a part time dad thing, but like with the whole work situation, my girl been taking care of the kids for the past couple weeks. So I've been trying to make it more of an effort of trying to like get in there. And, you know. Give her a break. Take the kids wherever I need to take, to take them to. You know, hang out with them. Get them tired, and that way she can have her time off. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I feel man. it, man. It's part. Of, it's part of the lifestyle, so saying, man. I dad like, life. You not know, you know go. That's my life. I'm with <laughs>
1: my. But I mean, you're not a stay at home dad. As I was about to say, that's my life. I'm with I my want kids. to, bro. I want to
0: retire home. from work so bad. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna get me. I'm gonna give me a little part time job pretty soon, bro.
0: Reconsider.
1: He said reconsider.
0: Read some litter. What did Andre say?
1: Really just, I mean, obviously, you know, want to have some more. always want to have mm-hmm. as much money coming in as possible. Yeah. But really, I just want to be able to, if nothing else, I mean, I say it like that. I need more money coming in and really so I could, act, like, help out more, obviously, help wifey out more mm-hmm. than I already am. And then also, I just need steady income to fund, like, my my, you know, Flix Media Network Oh yeah, yeah You know what I'm saying Cause I, I get Obviously I get paid To do what I do But mm. it's like I, I just said It's slow right now So I don't mm. It ain't consistent money Coming in from The Flix Media Network I'm yeah, always yeah, saving yeah. I'm always reinvesting But steady income Is definitely where it's at
0: I feel like As, as things open up you're probably opportunities Will probably open up as more too. I,
1: I got I got Three jobs I know for sure When stuff when and if things ever get back to normal, I got three jobs for sure that I know soon. as you, they,
0: uh, you plan on getting back in the high school basketball scene, or you yeah, like, absolutely. Oh,
1: okay, so absolutely. Nice. Yeah, at, at high school mm-hmm. basketball scene, uh, KUSI. Okay, Hustle Two K, and a couple other things too. Cause
0: they finna start basketball next month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What about football? You know, are they starting them next month too, or what?
1: I don't know about next month, but I heard football's gonna be coming back for sure.
0: That's gonna be a weird time. I ain't never seen yeah. football
1: towards the end of the year, man. It's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, man. uh, Let's hop in these topics, man.
0: You know what I Time is kind of short today. That's
1: what I was gonna say about. I'm I'm glad I didn't forget. That's what I was gonna say about the whole the whole stay at home dad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So for Valentine's Day, like I told you, so we ended up getting the sitter from from Saturday all the way to Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, But because because he was with the sitter all that time and didn't do, he like broke his routine. Baron. Broke his routine. Mm-hmm. Um, Max don't really have a routine. And Barron just got on a routine. So being with the sitter from Saturday to Tuesday, he broke his routine. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I messed around and made our, our, I killed our battery. So we didn't get to go and get him on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we had to go and get him on Wednesday. Yeah. And so that's even more time, like three sc- like days of the week. But for him, it was like school days or like lesson yeah. days mm-hmm. that he didn't do. And so mm-hmm. like getting him back, he was all like. He was hype. Hype like, a lot of energy, but just, just out of his routine, so getting him back into the routine was tough, mm. um, at that age, like, he's only five, so at that age, like, when, they, when you step, when you, you're learning, and you step away mm-hmm. from it for almost a week, it's like, you gotta, you gotta, like, retrain your brain, and retrain, you That's know it. what I mean, yep, and, and, and get back going, into man. the vibe of it, you know what I mean, so, mm. I was, I had to catch myself, like, I got frustrated, because it was something that I felt like, he does know how to do, and he should continue to know how to do it, but I had to take a step back, and was like, you know what? Mm. you wanted to have a, a Valentine's Day weekend and you're the reason you couldn't go and get him the day you're supposed to so I mean this is your fault mm. you know what I mean it's not like it's like yeah get him right when he gets right. back Yeah, it's not like it's like super bad but I, I did like and being frustrated I had to be like you know what I can only be but so frustrated because mm. It's been three days. Yeah. Almost four. Mm-hmm. With that,
0: it's like, you know, like I feel lazy compared to you, bro, because you're doing your thing where, like, you actually teaching your child. I'm taking the lazy route and having the kinder care teach him, bro. Like, kinder care and daycare have been saving me because I really don't be having the energy to do all the, the, the words, the alphabet, and the numbers, and all that stuff. I'll be seeing it on Instagram like, man, that boy Mike's showing his preschool skills for real. Like
1: <laughs> Gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, matter of fact, being at the park, uh, was it yesterday? Tuesday, yeah, we was at the park in RB, mm-hmm. and then this white lady came up to me, she had her daughter out there, mm-hmm. and she comes to me, he's like, oh, I love Baron's hair, you know, we got the little, little braid, so his hair don't get tangled, hanging out the back of the hat, she's like, oh, no, yeah. I love his hair, all the seven third. Um, is he in school right now, I'm like, oh, no, because of COVID, I'm just doing everything at home, she's like, you're doing everything by yourself, I was like, yeah, got to, and she was like, oh, yeah, we starting this group, though, we're going like, go different parts three days out of the week, doing like little lesson plans, Mm -hmm. going on hikes and all this stuff. And I told her I used to teach preschool. Yeah. And so she was like trying to, trying to recruit me. Trying to get you on the squad. Trying to put us on the squad. She was like, yeah, we're going a lot of hikes, we're on the trails and stuff. It'd be nice to have a man out there with us. I was like, yeah, I bet. You know what I'm saying? And I I considered it, Mm -hmm. but I was like, we're not in school that like, like we're, we we haven't signed up for basketball and flag football and and soccer and stuff Mm -hmm. like that because of COVID, because we don't want to be around people. Mm -hmm. So why go to be around people If we don't have to Yeah You know especially what I'm it th- Three days a week she said Yeah Yeah that's a lot of time bro And granted We go to the park Almost every day And he doesn't I only To be honest And whoever wants to Y'all can judge If y'all want to I only make him wear a mask When all the other kids When more kids than not Have a mask out there Cause I don't want to yeah. look like one of the parents that's like just refusing to put a mask on my kid. And t- and you
0: know, it's crazy. I want to touch. Or, on that because- I'm sorry.
1: Or if we go to a park where nobody has a mask, then I'm like, you know what? I feel too weird. You got to, you got to put your mask. on.
0: You know, it's crazy with that. Like, it's, I took my son to uh, what's that park over there? Jensen B. No Woodland Park with the with the mm-hmm. Duck Lake and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and that park was booming, bro. To the point where only like maybe like ten percent of the population out there had a mask on, and. A part of me wanted to go back in the car and get his mask, but I'm like, Man, should I should I should I be that parent I'm like, yo, yo, cut all this out, let's go get that mask on. But you know, at the end of the day I didn't end up doing it. We we started hanging out with no masks. I, I don't wanna be judging like that, but I was like, yo, I'm the one parent and I came with four other people. Like I came with my two siblings and I came with my son and myself, so I had four people total. I was like, man, this this whole message. it's kind of like you got to pick and choose, like when you want to have a mask on and stuff like that. Obviously, they want you to wear your mask at all times, but it's kind of hard when you got when you got kids playing around, running around. They, they really don't want to wear it when they're running around, bro. It's been difficult for me and my son. Like, when he wants to play, he's not wearing it. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's sitting in the car, it's kind of weird. When he'll sit in the car and put his mask on. Like, I'll be going from daycare. And want to keep his mask on, I'm like, bro, we in the whip. Take your mask off. And, he'll, like, put it back up. I'm like, what the heck's wrong with this kid? Mm-hmm. And we'll get outside, and I'll take his mask off. I'm like, man. He's backwards. He's backwards. <laughs> they done got my son. They got him. <laughs> I don't,
1: yeah, man. I, and I, at first, I was yeah. like, no. Like, he's not wearing, I'm not going to make him wear a mask. Mm -hmm. To be playing outside on the playground at the park. But that was at, like, when the park just opened and nobody was back at the park. Yeah. So, it was maybe, maybe two other kids there. Mm -hmm. And it was still, like, parents were like, like, I'm going to let my kid go to the park. But you're not going to be playing close to other kids like that. And so, at that time, not having a mask was like, I'm not really close to nobody. But now, the parks are like they were before the pandemic, really. Mm -hmm. And so, it's like, I just... I don't know, man. I like. I feel like if I'm going to be in a store mm-hmm. walking around people, and I, I'm not somebody, I don't just wear the mask because they say you have to wear the mask to come in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm doing my part by wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. And so I look at it like if I'm going in the store or to get a coffee or anywhere and I'm putting a mask on, if my son is going to go and play and be around other people, then it's yeah. only smart and logical to make him put a mask on too.
0: Is it messed up if I say I'm tired of the mask, bro?
1: no it's not messed up
0: it's honest I'm like I'm I'm gassed out with the mask man like I'm not trying to get in my conspiracy tip but for me it's like bro we've been wearing a mask for so long and these numbers have, they just started dwindling down recently I'm like bro we've been wearing a mask for almost a, a year and like how many months now I'm like to the point where like yo I don't I don't want to say I don't have the evidence to see if the mask working not, but I'm to the point where like yo I'm gonna gamble. Like I'm gonna just risk it. I'm like, damn, I feel bad. because I got a family, I got kids and stuff like that. So I'm trying to try to balance my feelings with like doing what's right. And like my feelings are like, yo, forget the mask, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You'll be okay. But when I have my son with me, and he, you know how my son is. He wants to play with everybody. Mm-hmm. He wants to go up and say hi to everybody. He don't care who you are. Like he's gonna go up and say what's up to you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird, like yo, making my son wear the mask, mm-hmm. and if I don't wear it, so I'm like, okay, if he gonna wear it, I guess I gotta wear it too. So. I guess I gotta find a healthy balance with that man
1: I seen a doctor and we can get into the topics in a minute I seen mm. a doctor uh, say he a doctor he's mm. like I wear a mask because like I don't want to be out in society and people look like and it seems like I don't care and I'm not trying to do my part but this is a doctor saying that there isn't evidence, evidence or like facts that suggest that wearing the mask
0: Yes. Yeah. and I've seen videos like that before from like you know health professionals and I'm like man these health professionals telling us like, okay, it, it might not matter, and it's crazy. I see what's the name of uh, Fauci. Yeah, I have
1: yeah. seen
0: him say like, like maybe like right when the pandemic was getting crazy. Oh yeah, the masks don't have a lot of effects, or the CDC say something like that. I'm like, man, if they don't have that much effect, what are we doing wearing these things? Like, yeah, I'm, like I'm, I'm, try, I'm not, I'm trying to be sensitive to the topic because there's a lot of people out here that they want to do they part right. and wear right. the mask. But right. for me, it's like, bro, I can't tell anymore who's right and wrong, and I don't know if that's done on purpose or that's done you know accidentally but they've been going back and forth way too much for me to be like yo i gotta wear this mask everywhere i go and i'm one of those, i'm at work and i work with other people so i'm like you know whenever i get the chance I pull my mask down walk around keep my distance and stuff like that but it's been difficult bro especially with the kids
1: bro i think and i was just thinking right now speaking of kids i think if i didn't have kids and i'm not saying i don't want my kids it's just hypothetical mm. i think if i didn't have kids i would just be out here living to be real I would just be out here living. Oh, that's real. Like a lot of the a lot of the decisions I've made and a lot of the things that I've done mm-hmm. have been because I have a a, a four year of at the time a four year old and, and a newborn. In
0: the house. Yeah, and I don't want to sound messed up, but I feel like I've been compromised where I can't just not wear a mask. Like I got a I got a, I got a fiance, I got two baby boys in the crib. Mm-hmm. Even if I believe it or not, let me not take that risk. Right, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's like okay. Let me let me go let me go along with what's going on and do my part and help. Hopefully, this is the right thing. Like maybe maybe we'll find out two or three years from now about what's really going on. But as of right now, I'm gonna do my part and try to help out my family because my girl feels the type of way about that. Mm. Like I'll be at the store and she I looking at her like yo, this is magic right now I don't know about this. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not I'm not gonna be that guy. He'd be like oh I'm not wearing a mask. Forget that. Forget y'all. I'm gonna try to help out because obviously I got kids. You know mm. if 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 I wasn't the other person's shoes and I seen some of it with kids, I'll probably put my mask on too. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do my part. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But we can get on these topics, man. We've been talking about masks for a little too long. I'm kind of masked out. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. First topic that I got is the, the Cam Newton situation. I know you've seen that, bro. Yeah.
1: I didn't. And the first, the first time I saw it, Mm. I don't know why, but, you know sometimes you scroll on IG and you got to yeah. just watch. You can't listen. You, you got to yeah. just watch. You don't know so, what
0: you're listening to. Right. Yet. So
1: the first time, I, I could tell like the, the little dude said something out of pocket and mm-hmm. he was putting them in his place, but I didn't know what he said. But even when I saw it with the sound, I couldn't really make out. All I heard the dude was saying, you're a free agent. Mm-hmm. And Cam said, I'm rich.
0: You know he was tight. You knew he was tight.
1: But that was all I heard. I didn't really. What, I, is I, that I, all that was said? There there's two parts,
0: there's okay. two parts of it. There's two parts. There's another video that came out and Cam was talking to the kid. I forgot what exactly he said. He was, like, saying something along the lines, like, yo, where's your dad? Who, who's your dad? Let me talk to your dad. The kid just kept saying, Waza, like, you, you a fridge and you a bum. I'm like, bro. You could tell Cam getting tight because he kept starting, starting to say, I'm rich. And that's him saying, like, yo, I'm way above your level, bro. What are you trying to say right now? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, him being, like, the nicest he possibly can. You could see in his face, like, bro, was salty. But there's another video I seen of a different angle of Cam pulling up to the kid after and explaining to him, like, yo, I'm trying to help you out. Like, yo, why are you doing this? And I seen on the first take, was it yesterday or today? You know, Stephen A had his own little take about it and I totally agree with him. Like he, he wasn't calling the kid's name on like that, but he was basically saying, yeah, that kid's whack for what he did. If I was parents, I would definitely like discipline for that. And my whole question behind that is like, how would you discipline your son if he was to like, disrespect? Somebody, he was trying to get the same level as. It's not like, you know, some random pizza delivery guy dropping out pizza and he gets to change wrong or something like that. But this is, this is the dude that, Throwing the camp, like he's this is the dude that's you know funding the whole situation. He's teaching y'all oh, little tricks is, here I and didn't there. Know that. Yeah, I, he's, it was Cam's camp. It's Cam's camp, bro. He didn't have to show up. He didn't have to throw the camp, with, especially with the whole COVID situation. He didn't have to be there at all.
1: For number one, that's kind of to answer the question. Mm. I'm my my dad was big on that, and you know because he was, I'm real big on it. Yeah. Respect, respect first and foremost, but also respect for your elders. Like mm-hmm. he's older than you. He's an adult. You're a child. Yeah. Show respect just based on that alone. Mm. Um. But then also, I, like, I like I said, I'm just I'm just finding out that that was camp. Kind am like, bro, you're you're here to better yourself and possibly create a better life and future for you and your family. Off of my dollar. Off off of what a camp that I'm hosting and creating, so yeah. that you can be here. Mm-hmm. How dare you dish? That's all I would have said to him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have went into anything else. I'm rich or nothing like that. Yeah. I'm like fam you're here to get better because Mm -hmm. I made it possible. Yeah. Where would you be? Who else is doing this right now during a pandemic? Mm -hmm. Who else is doing this right now? Yeah. How dare you?
0: Yeah, that shit was lame. I would have
1: said that and then be like, go get your dad.
0: And that's what he tried doing, but you could tell Mm -hmm. he was cut off guard and Mm -hmm. that's why he's saying I'm rich thing. Mm -hmm. Like for me, that's like him saying like, yo, I made it to where you want to be, bro. Yeah. How how dare you talk to me like that? And for me, I'm gonna take a level stuff further because I agree with everything you say, bro. Like you know, as 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 a young kid, I I got taught respect your elders, all that stuff. But a, another thing for me is like, I'm not gonna disrespect somebody where I want to be. Like I'm trying to learn from them. How am I gonna look if I'm trying to tell somebody that's learned? Like he, let's let's be real. Cam was a legend in the game. He might not have won a Super Bowl, but he's got a, what uh, college championship. He's got a, like, I think he's got a Heisman. He's got an MVP. He's got all that stuff. Everything every NFL player has ever wanted, Cam has most of that stuff. Yeah,
1: except so, the championship. Yeah. He's done it all. Yeah, yeah so
0: how, how are you going to come about You know, trying to go with somewhere and disrespect the guy that you want to be? And it's like kind of backwards to me. Like, yo, this makes no sense. If I was yeah. his dad, I'd be like, yeah. bro, how bad do you want football, bro? Because obviously right there, you want fame more than you want football. Right. You want hype more than you want right. football. Because there's no way if somebody comes in the gym, whether it be Jared Dudley, I don't care who it is. It could be the the worst player in the league or the best player in the league. I'm not gonna be in here and talking trash because he he's where I want to be. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm gonna ask him questions. I'm gonna try to pick his brain. Even if I play a different position than him, I'm like, yo, how was the grind like? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you practice differently? What what, what made you stand out from everybody else? Instead of be like, yo, you a bum? Like that that's the one of the corniest thing I've seen all year, bro. Like it's early. Yeah, years, I think it.
1: it a kids, high school age, or teenager. I think it's yeah. just a case of. Just want, I don't know if necessarily wanting to go viral, but wanting to have that cool factor and have that mm. that back 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 on the timeline or back in the locker room yeah. that I stood up to Cam or I roasted Cam mm. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
0: yeah, kids will be kids. I mean, we both were kids before. We we didn't probably dealt with kids that, you know, try to challenge you and question your authority and stuff mm. like that. But, you know, as, as, as a parent, I would feel definitely embarrassed to be like, yo, I'm helping you pay for this camp. And you're going to disrespect the dude whose camp it is. That's like me going to a a CEO's meeting with a bunch of real estate agents and be like, yo, all y'all whacking here. But I'm trying to be a real estate agent. Like, that's backwards, bro. It don't make no sense, man. But, uh, you know, hopefully that kid learns his lesson. We've all had friends that, you know, try to stand out and all that stuff. So I'm not going to knock him for too long. He's a kid, you know. But we can get to the next topic, which for me, I don't know if you had something coming up. But I was going to tell you about that Texas snow. That whole oh yeah, trend. that's
1: crazy, man. Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> uh, pray, prayers and blessings to everybody in Texas. That's crazy, bro. That's mm-hmm. super crazy, man. I, I couldn't imagine being like being born and raised in Cali, bro. Mm-hmm. That's something that I, I, I don't know nothing about. I never being from Cali. I don't know nothing about no snow, nothing about no ice, no floods, nothing like mm-hmm. that, bro. So like, I see that, and I'm just like, yo, the only thing we got to worry about here, and I'm not. Let me not talk about what. Okay, when I saw that stuff online with Texas, only thing immediately I was like, "That's crazy." How many people do I have in Texas? Who all do I need to call and check on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't like, like, what do you do? And it seems like this always happens to Texas because it wasn't JJ J. Watt doing something for Texas. Oh yeah, was it wasn't Hurricane
0: something. I don't know. Yeah, like what? Like
1: what's what's going on in, in Texas that they, that this always happens?
0: They happen to be in a situation where they live in the off the Gulf uh, the Gulf Coast of Mexico, mm-hmm. where they get a lot of tropical storms. For some reason, this one happened to be a, 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 a snowstorm. And I don't get what happened behind it. I gotta look at the, the whole you know history behind it. But like I have family that live out there too. Like my sister, I got a couple cousins that live out there, and it's kind of weird because you know I started thinking to myself like Texas is bad off, but imagine Cali, bro. Like if we was to get in a snowstorm or some kind of tropical storm. Or something where we're not prepared for. Because, Cali, we, we barely change our tires, bro. <laughs> if it starts snowing, it starts raining, we in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, my whole question is, like, if if you in Texas, would you have, a, like, a doomsday plan? Or, let's say, it's happened in Cali. Do you have anything in line to, like, you know, to hold the fort down for three weeks, four weeks? You mean,
1: like, financially?
0: Not financially. Because, at that point, money don't really matter. It's like food, water. Oh,
1: no. Mm-hmm. Um, not... Not anything set aside. Mm-hmm. Not anything set aside like this is our emergency mm-hmm. stash. Not anything set aside. But I think all the stuff we got in our house, I think maybe, maybe. But that's a good question. That's a yeah. good question. Probably see, not, though. See, that's the thing. I was Probably thinking about not like uh, This is a dad
0: pop. So I was thinking, like, as a dad, what would I do if that was to happen in Cali? And I'm like, bro, it's crazy because... COVID situation taught me to, like, keep food in store and stuff like that. So I have, like, three wor- three worth of food, like canned food and stuff like that. I got, like, at least three weeks. I ain't got much water. Like, it's over for me when it comes to water. But we're going to be able to eat some canned food and stuff like that. So I'm thinking to myself, like, what can I do to, like, make sure if it ever happens here, we can hold off for a few months. So, like, this being the dad part, I'm like, yo, man, as a dad, can I really, like, hold the fort down for, like, two, three weeks with nowhere to go, no electricity, no heat, no water, like... Do I even know how to start a fire?
1: Like I definitely don't know how to start a fire. And I'm, I'm same boat, bro. I'm, I'm low-key getting depressed just thinking about <laughs> having to be in the house with both my boys for three weeks and not being able to go outside. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm worried about. We can figure the food out, I guess. But man, being stuck in the house, back to the quarantine again. Because even the quarantine, we could go outside, walk around the complex, go outside, throw the football, mm. pull the scooter out. In right, a snowstorm, man, though. A snow I lived storm. in the Midwest
0: before, but I've been snowed in for like two days before. And that stuff is horrible, bro. It is no fun whatsoever. Like, if you ain't got food that day, getting to the grocery store is one thing. But when you finally get there, they have like a limited amount of items you can get. And that's what's going down in Texas. I think it's like 15 items. Like, my sister was telling me, like, in Dallas, like, certain people can only get like 15 items or something like that. I was like, bro, what do you do as a dad when they tell you, like, hey, you, you might need 25 items, but we're only going to let you get away with 15? What am I getting? What am I doing? Do I start wilding out? Like it's, it's messed up, bro. When I start thinking like that, but I'm like, man, I gotta learn how to build, start a fire. <laughs> I gotta learn how to hunt, just in case. Well, after 2020, bro, I don't, I don't know what's gonna That's happen real. no more. I have That's no real. clue. Like I, I really thought 2020 they gonna shut the whole government down and everything like that, but they didn't. Luckily, mm-hmm. I'm like to the point where like, yo, I should probably learn how to start a fire. Hunting might be out the question because you know, San Diego, we ain't got too many things to hunt, but you know, what I'm saying? right. But um definitely want to have a food supply like maybe 2 3 weeks worth and somewhere to start somehow to start heat and get a generator so I'm like I got like a little checklist right now where I'm trying to get like a like a generator I'm trying to get one of those Check you out. I'm trying bro I'm trying man Cause I I know I, I didn't seen Texas and Cali we way worse than them. Mm-hmm. We got more people. Mm-hmm. We got a uh, less food around. We, remember what happened with COVID people were stealing all the toilet paper imagine imagine That's with crazy. food like That's crazy. Yeah so 'm I'm, I'm on the side where i'm like, I'm trying to you know stay sane, but at the same time I don't want to be that one dude to trying to scream like oh yeah, it's gonna be a doomsday coming up, <laughs> It's gonna be you know people out here trying to steal everything so i'm 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 locked and loaded trying to get everything I need to get I might even take an archery class you know what I'm saying just in case it go it come down to it or something might
1: as well right you see um you see uh Vanessa Bryant said something to
0: me I ain't seen it, but I was expecting it to happen what she say?
1: She pretty much said she was like I'm not I'm not too familiar with you or your music, um but if I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. I'm not too familiar with you or your music. But this is not I took it as this pretty much as disrespect, and this is not the way to honor him. um You could find another way in so many words. I'm, I'm like I said. Yeah I'm yeah, yeah, yeah I guess you trying. To, I guess what she's trying to say. Yeah man, I seen that. I was like so I'm glad she did that. I, I didn't want. I didn't, it would have been dope and big of her to just be like, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. Like, mm. I'm going to leave it alone. But I think it's dope that she did that.
0: You know, it's crazy because we brought it up the other day at the, on the podcast with the family room. So I've been thinking about it. I was like, bro, am I a hypocrite? Because, like, when it comes to music like like that, I low key love those type of lines. Like, but it just happened to be my guy. Like, you know, Kobe was my favorite player. The reason why I started hooping, and it, it made me feel the type of way. And it's crazy when I started thinking, like, all the favorite rap lines, the rap lyrics that I, I love. Like, the one that stuck out to me the most was, like, beat it up like Emma Till when Lil Wayne said that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, that's just insensitive.
1: I never liked that line. I remember hearing that. Like, yeah. The first time I heard that line, I was like, oh, you can't, oh Jesse might not mm-hmm. remember. But I remember I was with Jesse, and I was like, that's not cool, bro. He bro. shouldn't
0: say that. It it, did, it didn't matter to me at that point. And I feel like, you know, I feel like a hypocrite because in hip-hop, they do that where he's like, yo, we have these bars where we're trying to get the most out of, especially recent like tragedy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what, is, what, what did Biggie say? Blow it up like the World Trade Center. This was like back in the 90s. I'm yeah. like, whoa
1: and that's, and that's what I'm saying. That oh, he, no. he just meant like blow up, like be big. Yeah. He, that's what I'm saying. He didn't that's mean like meant, blow up the World Trade when, Center. When
0: you, when, you, when, you, when you go back and listen to it as an
1: adult, you're like, yo, that could be taken that's multiple funny. ways. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember... Um, Sitting with the homie Jeff. Not Jeff that we had on the podcast. Yeah. the other homie Jeff. He lives in Vegas now. In high school, I remember we were sitting at the homegirl Stephanie's house. And we were, we were watching a mu- like music videos. And that mm-hmm. old Biggie video came out. Trying to get paid. Blow up like the world trade. Yeah. I remember, We both turned and looked at each other and was like, fam, that's crazy that he said that. Oh,
0: yeah. You can't. Bro, crazy imagine somebody would have said that after 9-11. We, we probably would have canceled, bro.
1: And it's like. I'm bringing that up because that's what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess it's not. Well, yeah, it's a dad. Kobe was her dad. If you're. If you're Kobe's oldest daughter. Are do you do you, you still a Meek Mill fan or you just chalk it up as like, hell? no nah, so I'm emotional
0: as hell. Not Ain't no way. Ain't no way I'm finna support this dude. He's he's talking about something that like literally happened to me and my family, my loved ones, where I'm still experiencing it every single day. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Everybody's different. So I don't know how long it's gonna take for them to be to get over it, which they might not never, ever get over never. it. But never. when it comes to like people talking about it or making jokes out of it, or you know, what I'm saying because that's what it really is. Like let. us Let's be real. Like when people are rapping about it, they don't mean it seriously. It's more of like a joke. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Meek's problem was. Trying to be clever. Yeah. He was trying to be clever. He was trying to be cool. He was trying to spit a bar, and it just happened to be that you know he chose the wrong one, mm-hmm. and it sucks because I love rap and I love when rappers do that. But as as a Kobe fan, it kind of stung a little bit, and I can just I I can't even imagine what their family going through hearing something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna re- repeat the bar because I feel like he gonna take it out regardless.
1: But for me, I don't like it. And see, I I feel like you like a little hypocritical because I've seen a whole bunch of people on on, on the timeline say like throwing out different lines that like Wayne has said different ones. that said it's like you rapped along to these lyrics and didn't feel nothing. And I'm like, I think the difference is Kobe was such because the line that one of the lines people like I said people throwing out lines and one of the lines that stuck out to me was um ah I just had it oh when Wayne said um, Rodney King baby yeah I beat it like a cop <laughs> I forgot about that one.
0: Wayne's got a handful of those ones, bro. Yeah,
1: and I was like, maybe because Rodney King, he didn't die. Mm -hmm. And then also, Rodney King isn't somebody that, like, touched the world. Like, Kobe touched the world.
0: It was further away. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely further away. Like, Kobe was, his impact was felt everywhere. Like, he was on TV every single day. And Rodney King wasn't. And that's, I don't want to say that's what it comes down to. When it comes to sensitive lines like that the more you see a person, the more you hear about a person, you definitely go remember that line a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And Rodney King was in a situation where the news didn't keep playing that four or five years later. It, it died out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Lil Wayne said that bar was in like 2007. That was like 15 years later. 17 years later almost. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get that. But yeah, I'm definitely being a hypocrite because there's a lot of my favorite rappers that say wild stuff and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool bar. So, uh... What you got for your next topic?
1: I think that was all I had, man. I, got, I mean, I got Bobby Schmurter came home. Oh, yeah, man. Welcome
0: back, Bobby Schmurter, yeah, man.
1: Bobby home. I, I tweeted today, man. He got to do a video where he out he outside dancing on the block, mm-hmm. and the hat fall down out the sky. And he grab it and put it on and keep on dancing. You I seen, think that would be so <laughs> hard if he did that. You bro. seen
0: that video where they had that hat flying through like space and through like the yeah. first atmosphere <laughs> and stuff like that? <laughs> Bro, that'd be amazing. <laughs> if he did that and just like reversed the little smarter dance and stuff, Bro, that'd be ill.
1: How ill would that be if he put the blue sweats back on and put the white tee back on uh-huh. and go out to the block and dance? Mm-hmm. And the hat just fall out the sky, and he put it on and keep dancing. That'd be so ill, bro. He'd be legendary. For
0: That's that, easy bro. hanging fruit, but I think he should do it anyways because <laughs> everybody's already thought about it. But he should probably do it anyways, right? He, he'd probably be, be more Ill, clever bro. about it. You know what I'm saying? Like he opened up a box and they go, they go his famous you know, New York hat that flew away from him. Right, right, right. There's, there's definitely different ways to play it out, but I definitely think he should bring or that like, back. Yeah, or like bro.
1: take him or take him out somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's hanging off the top of a skyscraper, like bro. We said we'd never touch it. It's been uh-huh. sitting right here waiting for you to come and grab it. It's like only you in the Hall of Fame. Only strip you clubs grab or grab it. Right. Like that.
0: <laughs> they gotta do something like that, bro.
1: But uh, man,
0: time is running out fast. It's crazy. Yeah, man. So uh, I was gonna say we could talk about dads of the week. Um, I got two dads. I was gonna let you have one of them, but for me, one. Of let the me dads, see if I can
1: find one. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Come up with whichever one you want. I'm gonna find one. Um, quick.
0: the first dad I was gonna do was dude named Garrett Morgan. Um. R.I.P. Garrett Morgan. He died a long, long time ago. I forgot. i probably look it up right now, but it's not that serious. But his importance is um, he actually invented the traffic lights, the the three-stop ones, the the green, yellow, and red. Mm-hmm. That was bro, man. And the reason I'm shouting out because it's still Black History Month. So we, mm-hmm. I'm trying to shout out black inventors, you know, politicians, all that stuff. But uh, shout out Garrett Morgan. The other dude I was going to shout out, he happened to make one of my favorite rap albums of all time. You can take him if you want still, but... I mean, bro, bros. His album, and I'm gonna say his name. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. But um, it was it like February 16th when his uh the one two year anniversary was in two years mm-hmm. since Victory Lap dropped. Mm-hmm. That album right there is probably my top five um, most influential albums ever in my life. Like to the point where I'd probably hear one of those tracks every day for like eight months straight. Same. Eight months straight.
1: Victory Lab for me. Um... Victory Lap is one of those albums that I'm gonna play forever. Oh yeah, um, yeah I need for that me, bottle. because they they're my two favorites, and they came out not too not too far away from each other. Mm-hmm. Four forty, well, no, four forty four and Victory Lap are pretty spaced out. But for me, those are two albums that I always go back to because mm. I I always I don't I can't necessarily say I always need something from both, but I always get something from both mm. every time. Like, every time. And they're both albums that, like, I put on, and I, I can play them start to finish, no skip.
0: Oh, especially Victory Lap. Yeah, like, sure. I, I wish Four 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 was a little bit longer, but Victory Lap, to me, bro, it, it it's a masterpiece. Like, I really want to get it on vinyl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I, put, I went on the Nixie Hussle website, and it's sold out right now, but I think it's going for, uh, for a lot of money, bro. But what I was going to say, what's your favorite uh, track from the album?
1: From
0: Victory Lap? Yeah. We had to pick, like, two or three that you listen to, like, religiously.
1: I gotta go um, loaded bases. Mm. It's a sleeper. I gotta go loaded bases. I gotta go. I feel like I wanna say hustle and motivate. And I really like young nigga. I really, really like
0: young mm-hmm. nigga. I, uh, it's hard to say any, obviously, but for me, uh, double up number one. Like I can play double up okay. whether where there's women around, whether I'm my sub, whether uh-huh. I'm going to the club. It don't matter whether I'm leaving the club. It don't matter where I'm playing double up. I could be working out and every play, I feel great about it. Number two for me would be real big.
1: Take hmm. out, what was the last one I
0: said? Young niggas.
1: Take out young niggas, put real big.
0: Real sure, big man, is for a, sure.
1: I'm bugging. Real big is for sure. My
0: that's the one, bro. Shout out CeeLo C- for that one. Yeah. But yeah. um, for me, the third one, it's rap niggas. Like, that right there is, like, Nip talking his shit at the best, bro. Like, he was talking bro, big was Marsha Ambrosius. Oh, was it? Who was on c C-Lo? C-Lo was oh, base my yeah, bad.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Um, rap niggas. That right there, when Nip was talking his shit, bro. I, I love that right there, bro. That's like, he's he's like, separating himself from him and the rest of the group. I'm like, bro, this dude's different, mm-hmm. bro. It's different.
1: And I love, like, the... For number one rappers that you could tell like they really live their music and mm-hmm. the like, and for me like the conviction in it, like mm-hmm. the, you you know like like he the way they say certain things you know what they're trying to convey
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: comes across in that way and just like the like I said the conviction and the purpose that Nev raps with on Victory Lap and more specifically um on Young Niggas
0: yeah for me rap niggas. It- you know, you know, when you really love a song, when you can feel a lot of the bars. Like That's there what was I'm there was a bar when he said, "Um, what did he say?" I stopped smoking weed and I relapsed, nigga. I was uh-huh, like, bro, uh-huh. I felt that. <laughs> like I felt that. I was, like looking at myself in the mirror, like damn, I've done that like four, or five times. That's me. You know. I, I
1: just, the, the the way the way he make and it's not even really punchline. Mm. Just the way he make his bars hit for me. Damn, like, that you never feel it. Whenever I had a drink, I just lead to the lake. Mm-hmm. Like the the way he just say the way. Uh, uh, um, damn, I, it, it, the bar just left my mind that quick. Anyway, anyway, but just the way I, I'm gonna I'm listen, I'm be listening to Victory Lab for the rest of my life for yeah, sure.
0: For a fact, bro. I need I need the T-shirt, I need the hoodie, I need it on vinyl. That's that's a classic.
1: You gotta pace yourself. It's all about your breathing. Every time mm. like that lyric, that one right there. Whenever he said it, like it, it makes part, like. What what he's saying is so obvious, but then the way he's saying it for me is what makes it hit so hard. Man. How many tracks was that again? Like what? 14? 13 tracks? It might have been 17. Sheesh. Like, like everything. Bruh. Everything that right there everything. is
0: hands down. Should have won a Grammy first and foremost. Absolutely. And secondly, it should be, is there a Rap Hall of Fame? I believe so. If, if there is, he needs to be in that Rap Hall of Fame, bro. Cause he just, no, the line that got me was um, "Still I Rise," and I took the stairs. Yeah, that, that line right there, bro. I was like, "Yo, that's that's like I'm not trying to put myself in that light. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm about to get in that area of life, but it feels like everybody can relate to that. Like, yo, I'm still going up, I'm still elevating, but I'm taking the long route. You know what I'm saying? That took me, like, that took
1: me back. For me, that's what's so dope about Victory Lap mm-hmm. is that there's music on that album that for for every like for somebody that's working towards something mm-hmm. there's music for every phase of it but at the same time you can make an argument that even every song could could represent every phase oh, like yeah. like i put on victory lap when i'm i'm frustrated or i feel like i'm at a low or i feel like i'm stuck stagnant yeah, whether it's financially made, yeah. or creatively or whatever and i can put on victory lap and find some motivation mm-hmm. I've put on Victory Lap in moments where, like, I just, I just finished up, like, the biggest shoot I've ever done and, mm-hmm. and, and got the biggest deposit I've ever made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could put on Victory Lap on the way to get the win. You could put on Victory Lap while you're winning. You could put on Victory Lap to train for the win. Oh, yeah! Like, it, it, it's Every for everything. Every situation, it's bro. for everything, bro.
0: I can, I can honestly say it's one of the few albums that made me tear up. hmm Like, like. From beginning to end, I'm like, bro, this right here is like a blueprint. Like, shout out to Hove and everything, but this right here is like the biggest blueprint for me musically. Like, I can't really pick another album and be like, okay, I can res- relate to everything outside. Like, pop, all, uh, all eyes on me. That's the only album I can say like, yo, I relate to a lot of these songs. I can feel every single bar and like.
1: That's why it's it's still and always for me gonna for everybody gonna be so disappointing because he just. He had just hit that level, bro. Like creatively with his music, where like he was picking, damn near like perfect bits. Sound like Rick Ross picked all his beats. Like all his beats were perfect. His Man. lyrics were hidden. Like he, like he, he, and his girl had just hit a different level. He Puma deals and mm-hmm. like everything was just like he, he had, he had the 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 the. the the shopping center all lit like the everything clothing line everything was recalable. really booming. like he was about to be a billionaire bro and like maybe, oh, yeah. in maybe like four years you know, he was like, on he his way he was you know? on and his then, way man and then a, a, a snitch ass hater off the street had to come and end it bro that, that's that's where where he was about to take it is the most disappointing thing for me
0: yeah and for me it's like luckily we still the music
1: oh, absolutely. Like, obviously
0: we don't have him around anymore but to go especially another thing is the interviews like his interviews bro Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep bringing up Pac, but Nip is like my Pac. Like, he's, mm-hmm. like, when when my, when my old heads and my cousins and my uncles say that, yo, when Pac died, I felt it in my soul. That's the same thing with Nip. I'm like, bro, like, when he passed, I'm like, bro, this is, this is like, obviously he transitioned and stuff like that, but still, it's it's things. Like, to this day, I'm like, bro, his, his music was motivational. I won't forget when you and, uh, you and Corey tried to get me to go to this little concert and I finally went and he was playing all that Crenshaw stuff I was like bro this dude is he legit like he was commanding respect in the room like remember when there was like a brawl out there You mm-hmm. it was, like everybody started fighting and all that stuff the SA's the Crips, and all that stuff and he was like yo yo we're not going to do that here and everybody's like cool calm down like mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. I respect the dude that can command a room like that and I was like I I wish I would have went to more of his concerts bro but I'm just blessed enough if I seen him seen him live at least once bro
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: but yeah, anyway, with that we can uh, shout we can. out Nick Hustle, man. Yeah, R. I. P. You know what I'm saying. That's what I'm gonna say. Before One we got here,
1: What the line that he said? And he was like, um, it was it wasn't on a um, victory lap. It was on Crenshaw. He He's like, he put me in the Getty. I'm an artifact. That shit's real, bro.
0: Now you know it had me the hit me the hardest, bro. I ain't even trying to get into my emotional stuff, but uh, when he said I went through every single emotion, mm-hmm. bro. That line, whenever I hear that, I'm like, bro, I know that feeling. Like I know the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the in betweens, all that stuff, bro. I have it, it that. Hurt.
1: I literally have that clip because that's from a Big Boy interview. Mm. I have that clip saved in my phone, and it's crazy. So I don't even have to go to YouTube to find it. it I have it, that clip bro, saved in my phone. They put it
0: on a DJ Mustard song, and I wish I would have saved it, but they took it off Spotify. Uh, what 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 you call it? What's the name of that song, bro? I forgot the name of it, but what I, they I put probably
1: from that interview they put that. clip Yeah, in they put that's
0: it down. in the song, bro, and that's on fire. Super fun. I'll play for you later, bro. Except because so, I used to be, like,
1: I, I I would have to, like, go and like, I mean, everybody does different things to find motivation, but that was one thing that I would have to go. And even though it's, it's different, like, you know what he says. Mm. You know, he said, I've been through every emotion. That's the only thing. I just didn't quit. Anybody's mm-hmm. going to go through. this like, you know what he says. Yeah, yeah. But, again, like, somebody that you admire, and then the way, for me, anyway, the way, I don't know if it's, like, pause, if need be but i don't know if it's like the sound of his voice mm-hmm. or like just the way he like makes it hit when he speaks or the conviction that he speaks with bro but like he just for me anyway when he when he start talking he start rapping it just make me want to listen he's
0: one of the few dudes that can say stuff and it just it takes the whole room and all like everybody just sits there and listens you know what i'm saying but actually we gotta wrap it up yeah. and we appreciate man. the motivation yeah hey dad of the week i'm gonna I'm go ahead and say Garrett Morgan He helped uh, Create the uh, the, the, traffic, the traffic lights That we still use To this very day Respecting him And his what, Four children And shout out Nipsey Hussle The philanthrop- philanthropist The the motivational speaker The rapper The businessman The father All that stuff man uh, R.I.P you done motivated A whole generation man We got end the pot on that
1: Absolutely Yep I'm ready to get up Out of here bro Yep Dad pop man Episode 7 Appreciate y'all. Keep rocking with us, man. We out. Yes, sir. We out.